Welcome to part two of our podcast on the exciting opportunities being presented by textile recycling. There is no doubt that when embarking on pioneering activities in recycling textiles, as discussed in the first part of our podcast, the cooperation between technology supplier and producer is essential. Andrus has not been slow on coming forward on this front and has partnered with two highly ambitious companies in the business of textile recycling. So today we're delighted to be joined by senior management from two companies who are making very good progress in textile recycling. We have Tanya Karilla, who's Chief Marketing Officer of the Infinited Fibre Company from Finland, who will be joined by Hanu Romark from Andritz. And Julie Willoughby of Cirque from the US, who will be joined by Yorma Latva Koko, also of Andritz. So let's start with Tanya from Infinited Fibre Company. Great to have you with us and thanks for joining our discussion. First of all, can you please tell us about the Infinited Fibre Company and how your activities focus on textile recycling? Yes, uh, thank you for having me here to talk about Infinited Fibre Company. Uh, if I want to put it in a very simple format, we focus only on textile recycling at Infinity Fiber. We are currently commercializing our technology that uses end-of-life textiles as a feedstock to create a new regenerated textile fiber, which we call Infinna. Uh, Infinite Fiber Company was founded in 2016 to commercialize a patented cellulose carbamate technology. Uh, today, we have more than 50 employees and operate in two pilot factories in Finland. And we have recently announced a commercial scale flagship factory investment that will take place in Finland. Uh, a little bit about our like uh, operation model today. We collaborate with the global fashion and textile giants to really make a circularity and everyday reality. This mission requires scaling up the capacity also on top of the coming flagship factory in Finland, which we aim to achieve, for example, through technology license. But as mentioned, today we operate still in a pilot, case, uh, pilot scale and can support our customer brands by helping them to test their supply chains and market with small collections. The latest collections have been launched by Adidas, HSM, Patagonia, Tommy Hilfiger, Zara, Gandhi. Wow, those are big names. Those really are big names. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a bit about the types of textiles you are recycling? Mm -hmm. To really simplify, our process utilizes cellulose, and therefore we take in cotton-rich textile waste. Currently, it's post-consumer textile waste, but technically using any cotton-rich textile waste is possible. So in that sense, post-industrial waste is also applicable for us. Okay, excellent. And can you tell us about the technology that you're using? Yeah, sure. Maybe I start with a brief word version. So uh, <laughs> our patented cellulose carbamation technology is the one that we are using. And in short, uh, it takes in cotton-rich textile waste as our process is based on cellulose. Uh, this cotton we essentially need, so we shred the material and separate it from other fibers. I mean, for example, polyester or dyes. 
Then we break it in uh, the we break the cellulose into molecular level so that we are able to use wet spinning process to regenerate new textile fibers. So our fiber is chemically cellulose carbamate, and it's a stable fiber that looks and feels like cotton and can be made into yarn in a similar manner as other textile fibers. Excellent. Um, and uh, can you talk a little bit about the cooperation that you've had with Andritz and, and how it's helping to achieve your aims? Yes, sure. Um, as we are a relatively small company with ambitious uh, scale-up strategy, we have ensured that we cooperate with world-class experts that support our journey to make circularity an everyday reality. So we signed a cooperation agreement with Andritz in the end of 2020 to develop uh, process and equipment solutions for us. And since that agreement, uh, Andritz has made conceptual and basic engineering for the mechanical and chemical pretreatment of cotton-rich textile waste for our flagship factory. So uh, for us, it has really been key that Andrich has expertise, not just in textile waste treatment and pulp processes, but with other processes and technologies as well, which then enables, for example, cooperation within developing new processes. In parallel to this flagship project, our scale-up strategy requires partners with the right know-how and also attitude. Uh, when I discussed with uh, with my colleagues about the uh, cooperation, uh, uh, they mentioned to me that we are also very pleased about the extensive research and piloting capability, capabilities that Andritz has. So it has helped us also along with the project. Because uh, even if our processes use kind of existing machinery base, but uh, with our raw material, I mean, textile waste, we have needed some testing and piloting and, and doing that with Andritz has been really helpful. So to summarize, Andritz has helped us in, in our journey, both in flagship project engineering and to enable the future developments as well. Fantastic. It does seem that Andritz's experience in pulp and paper is really coming into its own with this textile recycling now, which is great hmm. news. Um, Hanu, any comments to make on the collaboration? Yeah, th thank you. Thank you a lot, Tanya. This was really, really nice Nice to hear your words about about the cooperation and, and us. And I, I, I have to say that uh, this has been a great opportunity for Andritz also, that, uh, that uh, like I said, that we can we have the machines but uh, now we have also a new field where you utilize those. So the cooperation has been really good. And uh, we are looking future to, to even cooperate more. Fantastic. Um, Tanya, so let's talk about the future. Um, how do you see the market for recycled textiles? And what plans does the Infinite Fiber Company have going forward? I'd like to give a little bit background for, for my final answer, but uh, like... Um... Every second, uh, one carpet uh, truck tra dumps textile waste into landfill or to be burned. And less than 1% of uh, textile waste is utilized today to generate new textile fibers. Wow. Also, like uh, it is calculated that 10% of the CO2 emissions are due to 
textile industry. And then uh, like one topic also is water, uh, like um, um, growing cotton requires a lot of water and also roughly 20% uh, of the clean water pollution is, is caused by textile industry. So uh, all these facts have resulted in, in like um, climate pledges made by governments and, for example, uh, fashion brands. And circular fibers are helping brands reach their targets. And on the other hand, there has been regulation towards circularity that also helps like bringing technologies like our technology into market. So all in all, there is strong demand for, for more production capacity for InfinaFiber and our aim is to really scale up the capacity to, to respond to that need. That's how, how I would put it. Fantastic, Tanya. Well, I wish you the very best uh, for all your endeavours in the recycling of textiles marketplace. So thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. So um, moving on to Julie from Cirque and Yorma from Andritz. Great to have you here with us, Julie. Uh, can you tell us about Cirque and its approach to textile recycling? Yes, thank you. Thank you, Mark. I'm delighted to be here and share what Cirque is doing to basically revolutionize the way apparel is made today. So what Cirque does is we we take the poly cotton, polyester cotton. So if you look at your clothes, most most clothes that you wear have a, a blended component. So it's not 100% cotton or it's not 100% polyester. And the most common prevalent amount of textile waste out there is poly cotton. And so what we do is we liquefy the polyester in the poly cotton textiles and recover all the building blocks from the polyester to make new polyester fiber. And then on the cotton side, after we liquefy the polyester, we can pull the cotton out, further refine it, and make dissolving pulp for lyocell fibers. And lyocell fibers is a man-made cellulosic fiber that is beautiful to touch and wear. Excellent. Excellent. So, so can you tell us what the driver is of Cirque? What, what, is, what is it all about? It's really about um, protecting the planet from the human consumption of clothing. So right now, you, you see so much um, waste. I mean, an average garment is only uh, worn seven times before it goes to the landfill or incinerator. I mean, there is a huge... We, we support the whole economy of the ecosystem of of reduce and reuse, and we really want clothing to have multiple lives. And so there's a huge, you know, the, the most um, the most prevalent where it should go first is reuse it, redesign it in that in the same form of textile. So the the secondhand market, the consignment, the vintage thrift, all those are excellent for preserving clothes from, you know, saving them from the landfill or saving them from the incinerator. The 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 waste that is caused by the disposal of garment accounts for ten percent of greenhouse gas emissions, which is double of maritime and air air um, aviation fuel. Wow! So we we put it in that perspective: ten percent 
of greenhouse gas emissions comes from the apparel industry. Wow. That's a big number. Yes. And the result of fast fashion. So, I mean, fast fashion is great because it democratizes fashion. I mean, people want to look good every day, want to be fashionable. And there's there's an industry out there that supports that and allows access to, you know, 50 years ago, people couldn't get fashionable clothes at a reasonable cost. And now they can. But what that's also done is made clothes to not last as long and has made a rapid turnover of clothes. And that's where that average of seven wares per clothing piece comes from. So you're actually creating a, a true circular bioeconomy here in the in the textiles industry, which is which is great. Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. Um, so can you tell us a bit more about the types of textiles you're recycling? Yeah, so we're recycling poly cotton textiles, and we can do that from any we're really uh, our our technology is is agnostic to the level of cotton and the level of polyester. So we can our technology can work from zero percent polyester to one hundred percent polyester and vice versa. Now, obviously, as you're designing a first in kind facility like we are, we are going to optimize that level but we can still take any blend in. And there's always going to be contaminants. So, like, for instance, we love, um, you know, I think we all love a little bit of elastane in our clothes. Elastane or, or spandex or lycra is difficult to, to recycle. And in our process, it would be just filtered out. So we can take certain contaminants, we, uh, and it will still be fine. The vision for my company is really to be the go-to makers of recovered goods for the fast-moving goods industry. And with that, that means our future platforms will be other polymer compositions. But our first and foremost will be, and what we're really uh, known for and, and good at, is recycling polyester cotton blended textiles. Okay. And, and what would be the most challenging uh, um, of those garments to come in? What What is it? Uh, colors? What, what What's the one that you sort of almost dread when it comes in? Hmm. I don't know if we have anything that that I dread that comes in because I, I know the team can tackle it. I mean, there's times like uh, where in the beginning where we were hand-cutting zippers out, but we're working on mechanical solutions to remove those. Um, so I think, you know, at a practical level, the team has had bales of fabric come in and they've been all glumped together, but we're working hand-in-hand with Androids to make material handling much simpler uh, at the level that we will scale to. Fantastic. Excellent. So let's move on to the technology. Can you tell us more about the technology that you're using? Sure. Yes. So we're using a hydrothermal technology. And it's I mentioned earlier that you basically liquefy the polyester. So if you take if you just take a bunch of rags that you know you don't know what they are, but we know that they are polyester and cotton blends, and you put them in a, a washing machine and and basically what would come out is what would look like dirty water. And a bunch of like crumpled up rags, and and that's that's essentially what we're doing. We do use pressure. We do use, we we do. Um, uh, it's essentially a hydrolysis of the polyester, and through that hydrolysis, of the polyester that's what it, that's what reduces it the polyester from a from a fiber or a polymer. A fiber is a polymer, and reduces it to liquid. And in the course of reducing it to liquid, it preserves the cotton. And by con- preserving the cotton fibers, 
then we can then just mechanically separate them out. So it's a enhanced recycling technology where we're using both chemical processing and mechanical processing to come out with the end products being a cotton pulp that can go on to make man-made cellulosic fibers. And then the other stream, the liquid stream, has the polyester monomers in it. So that is ethylene glycol and terephthalic acid. And we take the ethylene glycol and terephthalic acid, repolymerize them, and make new fibers. And with the cotton pulp, we we further refine the pulp, and we we use the lyocell, environmentally friendly lyocell process to make these beautiful, stable, and filament fibers. Great, excellent, thank you, um, Yorma. I think we can bring you in at this point here. Um, can you can you also add to uh, the technology that's being used at Circ? Yes, of course. Um, well, Julie, um, all the the uh, say idea and and the concept and principles of what is being done uh, maybe sounds a little uh, uh, high flying science, but but uh, the bottom line is that we are actually applying pretty much the same technology we are we are we have been using for decades for pulp and paper applications so it's it turned out to be very familiar ground to us of course the the raw material is different uh, some principles are different but but uh, it's not so so um, uh, new to us as you would think and and a good thing also is that it seems that we will be uh, building the the factory one first um, uh, industrial operation using our standard equipment, which is good for everyone. Great. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about the cooperation um, that Cirque uh, and Andritz have, Yorma? Well, you heard Julie. Cirque's enthusiasm and and positive spirit is catching, even contagious. So so uh, I think it some of it has rubbed up on or rubbed on us also and uh, that's been very refreshing we started um uh, with very small things a few years back and it's grown like a snowball and it didn't take too long for us and i think Cirque also to understand that together we can make something something bigger uh, uh, out of out of uh, ideas and and simple trials and this truly has happened and now we have a nice cooperation scheme going and I, I think we will soon start building the factory one together and, and start uh, saving the world as Julie said. <laughs> what a mission, what a great mission. Um, so Julie, can you talk a little bit more about the cooperation with Andritz? How did it start? How did it come about? Um, and how's it helping, most importantly, how's it helping to achieve your aims? Yes. No, the the cooperation collaboration is amazing. So I had a my background is chemical engineering and one of my uh, roles was working in pulp and paper packaging and so I have a I have a very big network in the cellulosic field and with my former colleagues at what is now Westrock and I was searching around for a pilot facility to do our recycling process. I knew we needed to be at a continuous scale to make this economically viable. And I was searching around about, I would say, January, February of 2020. And lo and behold, someone introduced me to to um, Auntie 
and I'm not going to say his, his last name, uh, <laughs> but, um, this wonderful individual at Springfield, in Springfield, Ohio, who directs the pilot plant there. And we, my team got on a video call with him, and he took us on a tour with what he could do in his facility and how the facility would work. And we were all set to go, and then the world shut down in March 2020 for us. And we are we were Series A company at that at that time, and I had joined the company just a few months before that, and we we needed to continue to make progress. So, uh, as I continued to call Auntie and find out the progress, he convinced his his leadership team that. Hey, this company is serious. We should we should reopen, and we took the safety protocols that we needed to reopen during COVID, and that was the beginning of a beautiful relationship. Now we are running up there, and the product that we are making is on a pilot scale, but it's it does it serves two purposes. It it serves the purposes to design and size the equipment for Factory One, as Yorma mentioned, and then the second purpose is we have. I mean, this is the first time in my 30-year career that the marketing pool is so strong. It's like, hurry up. The technology can't be fast enough. So, you know, as you're typically in that technology push as a scientist engineer, it's it's we can't make it fast enough. We can't make our product fast enough. So we will be using outputs from the Springfield facility for actual um, commercial releases in the next year. So we're very excited about that. Sounds really exciting. So, so how's uh, how's the material being received so far? Oh, it's excellent. It's excellent. We've made some beautiful garments that we're really excited to share with the world. Um, you know, we we do our own design, and then we hand it over to the the true apparel designers, and what comes back from it, we're just amazed. So, we can't wait to share it. Fantastic. So it's looking like a very exciting uh, opportunity is coming up. So um, looking to the future, how do you see the market for recycled textiles going? And how do you see CERT going forward? When will we see Factory One? Well, we're going to see Factory One as soon as Yorma can design and build it. (laughs) (laughs) We are close. We are close. In the works right now. Yes, yes, and we're not going to have any supply chain issues uh, with the with the equipment. Uh, everything's going to like the stars are going to align, but we're we're targeting to have it in twenty twenty five. Fantastic, great, excellent. Well, we'll follow your progress with uh, with a lot of interest. And uh, thank you so much, uh, Yorma and Julie, for joining us. Well, great, thank you. Thank you. Been a pleasure. Great. That was an excellent overview of the textile recycling market and Andrit's technologies and involvement. And I'd like to thank all of our experts for sharing your deep knowledge. Thank you very much. If you want to learn more about the Andrit's textile recycling technologies and solutions, or if you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us via email, uh, which you can find in the show notes of this episode. And thank you for listening and goodbye.